Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. Mike Molina. L.A. Nick. And Doug Sprinthal. And we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant. Bradshaw and Brian. He just took Catherine's off. Catherine's giving me the lineup. <laughs> there he is. Oh, Catherine, Catherine's <laughs> giving me the lineup of who's on the show today. Sorry. Uh, Six years yeah, and we still left group. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, this is not a real... Look, I've been at this for 48 years and I still don't consider myself to be a professional. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. That's just how it is. All right, hit that commercial. Next time. half hour sponsored by Walzer Automotive Group. We are looking <laughs> for salespeople and sales uh, men and women uh, in the Twin City metro area at uh, probably about six or seven of our locations. It's, we got caught a little flat footed over the winter. Unlike traditional uh, car selling spots, this, is, uh, this pays an hourly wage. Uh, with a bonus, you know, first-year salespeople in our organization will make low 40s to low 50s a year. Uh, 13 weeks of paid training. You're in the store. You're back at Corp and the training headquarters, back and forth, and you get a ton of support. We really, really invest in uh, sales talent because turnover is super expensive for a business, and this is a much better – it's better for the employees and it's better for the customers. If you're interested, go to walzer.com, hit careers. Or if you want to reach out to me personally, you can always do that at Doug at Walzer.com. How magnificent was that commercial, ladies and gentlemen? I'm blown away. It was like it was a script. Oh, <laughs> Doug. Doug is a parental. Look. <laughs> emails are lighting up already. Kiss off. Yes, I are. hate you. I bought a Chevette from you guys up in Plymouth. Off. It was awful. I don't think that's true at all. I think you're making that up as you go along. He's making it up as he goes along. I love that about Monty Python. We'll be right back. Right now, as a matter of fact. What? It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the Tom Bernard mm. Show. So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day, This nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident 
that all men are created equal. I have a dream that my poor little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I, uh, I am probably one of the saddest people in America to hear that because he was my hero when I was a teenager because he said something that you just heard that I will never forget. Do, I, do not be judged by the color of your skin, not your gender, not your, I mean, my, I'm extending his words, uh, not your orientation, not your religion, not your political party. The content of your character is all that matters. I, I learned that from him. 50 years ago, more than 50, 55 years ago. You know, this is going to sound like I'm today. blowing it up your butt, but I heard you talking about that this morning, and you asked a really good question, or maybe it was just a good observation. There's nobody uh, that's popular that's talking like that these days. I, can't, no, I couldn't think of no. anybody either. Nobody talks unification anymore the way Martin Luther King Jr. did. Uh, I just... Uh, and they're not teaching unification in schools. No, they're not. They're teaching separation. And that's who I, understand. I actually blame it on basically Doug Sprinthal. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, that's not it. No, it was somebody else. I don't know. No, it's, the, it's not the teachers. I'm talking about higher education has lost its mind. It just has. Colleges, well, even high schools in some areas. The Edina High School system has lost its mind. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Listen to Dr. King, and maybe because it's the 50th anniversary of his assassination, some dumbass psycho shot him standing on a, on a motel, hotel balcony. What the hell was that guy? James Earl Ray, that was yep. his name. Not James Earl Jones. Don't get confused with no, him. No, no. Different James guy. Earl Ray. Uh, well, Joe from Louisville just uh, sent me a text. It's been 50 years, and we still haven't learned shit. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it, it's true. Uh, how, again, it has nothing to do with any of these things that you keep pointing out on the left and on the right. Uh, I want to talk to centrists. We had Geraldo Rivera on uh, for the second time this week. We had him on Monday, and we had him back on, on the show today talking about he's known Donald Trump for 40 years he's got nothing but good things to say about Donald Trump he could benefit greatly from attacking Donald Trump he could isn't his real no, isn't his real name Jerry Rivers Jerry Rivers yeah it's like a Jewish kid from uh, the Bronx how did he well, know he is <laughs> he is part to FOIA <laughs> so you know, I don't know what to tell you about that. But, yeah, that when I hear Martin Luther King's voice, it does. It makes me very, very sad because he was the guy over all of them. Because, yeah, my mother loved it when JFK was elected because he was a Catholic. He still, to this day, is the only Catholic to be elected president of the United States. Everybody else in the United States thought the, the Pope was going to start running the country and, oh, my God, it was going to be a disaster. If you think this, oh, my God, everything's going to be a disaster is new, it's not even close to new. You know, I think that Martin Luther King is, you know, obviously a great inspiration to many people. But I think the problem is is that he kind of had his time and people want to move on and do different things and try different ways of dealing with things. And it, because it's all, it's all such an instant instantaneous world right now but don't yeah. you do that i mean seriously don't you i maybe just kicked into auto, automatic uh, on this whole situation i try to judge people on the content of their character that's why i get fooled a lot because they put this false front forward and i judge them on that and i go well that's that's a pretty decent person right there and then i find out later that it was all a lie 
and then I know what the real content of their character is. So that's the one thing I'd be wary about is get to know somebody and get to know their real character before you judge them. Because I've made the mistake several times judging people to be a lot better people than they are or a lot worse people than they really are. Well, today That's it's really hard trick. to do that with social media and everybody puts on it a fraud. Really I mean, it's it's almost impossible until you you get burned by somebody or you spend three years to find out they're a good person. No, there's no question about it. I, I This is the last time I'm going to bring it up, but this these people over at KFAI have, have lost their minds. I don't know what their problem is. I tried to compliment them and say, I find it wonderful. That's what I find wonderful about radio is that everybody gets a shot. There are like 200 different people on that radio station at different times or whatever. I guess there are four basic people. Um, Barb Abney's one of them. Barb's been around the radio. I don't know her, but she's been on radio a long time. I know that. Uh, but there are people on, on their website, he should die for what he said. What did you say? I said, I really like the fact that everybody gets a shot and everybody can be on the radio if they want to be. Somehow they find that to be highly insulting. Well, well you I, know, I, people I, just I, like to pick a demon, any demon, yeah, and just well, stick with me. that demon. Well, yeah, and you got, you got, I read it because you got completely set up by City Pages, the way they referred you. I mean, it was... It was... Um, oh, City Pages drove all this? Oh, yeah. That was the r- article I read. Because uh, they went back to oh, I didn't you, know you calling that. out the Somalis back in 98. I'm like, you know, geez, why don't, what, why don't you blame oh, them for when the God. earth cooled? I'll see if I can yeah, find it. Yeah, why don't we I'll do that, too? To you. But it was... You, you, got, you, you had no chance at all. That's what no, City, no, that's I, what city Pages just, does. Yeah, yeah that is what they rag. do. That's what they do. No, City Pages. Yeah, they... Here's the deal. What happened with the Somalis back in 1998 was their leader said, we shall get no justice. And I said, how dare you say that about justice in America? If there's justice anywhere in the world, it's in America. That's what set off that firestorm. I didn't say Somalis were bad people. I didn't say they were horrible. All I said was, how dare you say that no. about a country that brought you in? It doesn't it, matter what you say. It's what they heard. Yeah. Is, is that where the true. famous Tom Brunard this is for you? Is that where that came from? Yes. Tom, okay. Yeah, I, I, Tom Brunard this is for you. They thought I did the show from the studio even way back then. And apparently 300 cab drivers showed up and peed on the building because they thought I was inside the building. That's actually pretty That'll funny. That'll show you. <laughs> it, it actually is very That'll funny. That'll show you. All of those things, those horribly <laughs> racist things that, that, that went on, uh, that all started because I said, how dare you question the justice system of a country that accepted you with open arms. And I still feel that way, by the way, about everybody, not just about Somalis, but everybody, including my great-grandparents who immigrated, who emigrated to the United States of America. Uh, the the Asian thing that they brought up apparently was a 13 year old girl I believe she was at the time who gave birth to a baby shoved toilet paper down its throat and drowned it in a toilet and I said oh my god it's horrible and here's the part they thought was just horrendous the the girl was somehow related to the owners of a place called the Egg Roll King right mm-hmm. that was the name of the restaurant. And, they, and there was some $10,000 fine or something. I said, Jesus, that's a lot of egg rolls. Not like their money is egg rolls, but right. you've got to sell a lot of egg rolls to come up with $10,000. $10, yeah. They thought that was the most racist thing they'd ever heard in their entire life. Well, here, I just pulled up the article, and I'm going to read you the headline, oh, and you'll realize why you didn't have an effing chance. KQRS, sorry, KQRS host Tom Bernard talks about welfare radio and hosts with foreign-sounding names. You didn't have a chance. Oh, my what? God. <laughs> that was the headline Just, of the yeah, article. King's, that girl king's still around. Yeah, there you go. Good. Who was the right so, on that so, article? I don't know. You'll say right there. I, Mike Mullen. I did steal. I did. I have no idea who that is. Ah, uh, Mike Molina. Shortened his name. <laughs> That's his uh, internet look, troll. He's name. a counterterrorism spy. Welfare radio was not my term. I actually stole it from a listener. And when I stole it, I went on the air and said, "Now you have to understand, I'm stealing this." But it is welfare radio. I'm sorry, they yeah, get if, all their money. Yeah, if they get paid by the government to do it, then you know. I actually heard that, as yes. opposed to every other radio station. Oh, you did. I heard the segment live. Who was who was on with you? 
I have no idea. The person that I was no the idea. person that was on with you brought up KFAI, and they. Oh, were, that was Lastman. Okay, he was talking more, more dirt than you weren't really talking dirt. You were just saying. Oh. It was because Paul Mercurio knows Barb Abney, okay. and so she called him and asked Paul Mercurio to be on, and Lastman thought that was funny. So, oh, so so I got that's what I'm getting blasted for because Lastman thought it was funny. Oh, you're he, just getting bl- to, you get you're getting your ass handed to you. <laughs> Don't read this. Oh, and what? Don't read the well. comments. The comments. City Pages has been going. Oh, the comments in City Pages. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. They have a comment section? <laughs> oh, it's, and they're the worst yeah. in the world, man. KQR's I format will tell you sucks. Something. Music sucks. Bernard sucks. Claimed he couldn't be racist because he grew up in North Minneapolis. Anyway. I never said that. Don't I read this. I, I couldn't, couldn't be racist unless I wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't read that stuff at all. Catherine reads it to me. Which I really appreciate. I only read the I read the really really bad ones. Yeah, the really really bad ones. Just because usually they're actually kind of funny. What, and what I love is when the comment section starts arguing amongst themselves about yeah. you know how hate how hated you are. Right. He's not I, as hated as somebody else. No, I hate him. I most. hate him more than you do. I I have I I can't read mine. I get city pages gets me every couple months and the, the, the oh do they they go oh, after you and too. the comments are just brutal man. What did you do to them? Nothing. I can do anything, and they'll make something bad about it. City Pages oh, goes after yeah. you. Oh, constantly. I've, wow. I, I think I have. Anybody. I think I have twelve stories on City Pages. Uh, what amazes me about the whole thing is I, I just don't. City Pages is City Pages. They do what they. There was a guy named Steve Perry that was the editor uh, back in the day, and he hated my guts. And ever since he was the editor, the, that that. Asswipe newspapers hated my guts. Does anybody read that anymore? I, you know, back I mean, in the back day, when it was a that's how you reader. That's how you figured out what bands to go see and where everybody was playing right, because they didn't right. have the internet. You just go, okay, we're going to yeah. go to Bunkers. Now we're going to go to Palmers, and we'll bar hop here and we'll pass down the street. Here, here's what I would say: What is their circulation? I don't know. Does uh, anyone know? I don't know. Because nobody reads newspapers anymore, so they have a website. Is a website do okay? Well, yeah, this is it, how they try to blog. That's how they oh stay relevant is Nick, by you ripping did get on slammed. people. There's an oh, article. That's nothing. There's I an get, article in here about really? his uh, about I in city page about away. about his bar. This is great. Listen to this. This place will smell like Axe body spray, Viagra, and pretentiousness, underachievement, and my drunk mama's piss. That's actually pretty creative. <laughs> there's really. what? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's that's wow. If you go to there's other articles. <laughs> there's an article. <laughs> There's an article that St. Patrick's Day is worse than L.A. Nick City Pages wrote. And it's just, oh, my God. They, they've written so many slanderous articles about me. And they're a blog, so you, you can't even sue them for defamation of character because it's a blog. Uh, yeah, the, well, you can't defame your or my character anyway, so what are you going to yeah. do? Wow, that sounds like uh, defamation to me, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I am, am going to yeah. steal this guy's stuff, though. That's pretty good. I mean, that's almost Hunter S. Thompson shot right there. Was was that uh, Mike Molina again? <laughs> some some Russian troll named Brian James wrote that. Rush, a Russian <laughs> troll. Uh, Look, I, I know you want to sell newspapers. or Do they give that away? Yes, yeah, I free. think they do. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, totally. It always free. Okay, so who advertises in it? Walzer Automotive. No, Walzer I'll, Automotive I'll, Group. I'll tell you who advertises in it. John Bryman and uh, Massage Parlor. I'll mostly, tell you who advertises in it. First Avenue. North American Bank. So it's it's two full pages of First oh, Avenue. Yeah, okay. A full page of every yeah. other bar that First Avenue owns, a turf club. All those bars, it's full pages of just those. and then and So then it's whoever buys tickets to their concert. Escort services in the back couple So pages. that's going to go way up. I just found this out. Somebody told me about it at work, and I checked it out. Craig, there's some new law that's passed, and as a result, Craigslist no, will no longer run personals. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. That's the biggest hookup site in the world, I think. Okay, so we got to come back, and we'll, we'll schmooze more about why people do the things they do right after this Tom Bernard show.
I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so called up the folks at Whiting Clinic, and they helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to reserve today. Space is limited, so don't delay. That's 855-555-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. We open segment two of the first hour with Tell L.A. Nick, his new pal Doc, is going to Detroit to see Lita Ford, Queensryche, and Dockin on April 21st. I'm bringing $100 to buy a house while I'm there. <laughs> my friend, oh, City like, Pages is going to go after Doc Catchmark now. My friend makes uh, Lita Ford's guitars, Jimmy Kerr, Kerr Hot Rod Guitars. Oh, really? Yep, he makes his guitar, her guitars, and he makes all Kiss guitars. Really? Yep, he's in, at a Wilmington, cool. Delaware. It's called Kara Hot Rod Guitars. Does he enjoy it when they smash them on the stage? Yeah, because they, yes. they have to buy, no, like they buy another one. <laughs> okay, so here's what, we're gonna, here's what we're going to learn for all the people at, at First Avenue and the Turf Club and uh, City Pages and all the rest of it. We do not attract the same type of, uh, let's say, fan. We'll just say fans, right? users, fans, whatever you want to call them. In my case, it's listeners. We don't have the same type of people going. You have what you got. I got what I got. What you say does no damage to me whatsoever. The only thing you're doing for me is driving people who don't know who I am to listen to me. Some of those people are going to like the show, so thank you. Yep. Because the ones who hate the show weren't going to listen in the first place. So all you're doing for me and all I'm doing for you right now is driving a few people to your newspaper or your website or whatever. And if some of them like it, then I did you a favor. You cannot harm me. You've been trying now for 32 years and it doesn't work. I can't harm you. You can't harm me. So blah, 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 whatever. They're different people. You got your people. This whole pipe dream that some people have, we're all the same. No, we're not. We're not even close to all the same. They, they try at all costs to crash me, man. At all costs. Oh, yeah. What, what the hell did you do with them? Nothing. They just they just go after me at all costs. There was a, somebody put out a, a totally anonymous, huge story, and then they paid to promote it all over social media and, and just a bunch of made up stuff. And then I, I had some, I hired a private. You got an ex wife somewhere? Yeah, but she's not. <laughs> I, I hired a private investigator, and they tracked the 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 uh, you, the, uh, the what do you call it? the the number? What do you call that, Mike? When you have a, a, a computer's number, IP address. IP address. They tracked oh, IP the IP address, address back to First Avenue. Hey, Doug, yeah, did you see you the go. the last comment uh, just a minute ago on the Tom's article? No, I didn't. Oh. I did. I'm not on there anymore. <laughs> There's some guy up there. All right, a, Molina. Bernard still owes me for a sack of weed. I sold him at Brown Institute on Lake Street back in 1970. He said he would pay me next week. Come on, man. <laughs> I tell you what, sir. If you if you can reach out and tell me how much a bag of weed would have cost back in 1970. Well, the good stuff was ten uh, bucks, and the ditch weed was a nickel. No, okay. Uh, 
So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you, just reach out, put your, post your address, all the rest of it, and I'll send you $10. Uh, interest. Uh, and if you, matter of fact, oh, interest, Ooh, okay, maybe, I'll send you maybe $40. A, maybe I'm a 20. I was going to say 20, Well, Which, by the way, when I went to, when I went to, uh, to Brown Institute, all the weed that I bought was from a guy who's dead now. So uh, mm. I'm, I'm sorry, but Eddie is dead. Well, it was 50 years Eddie ago. Was, Father, you've never done drugs. Eddie was a black man in America today. I had so much fun with Ed. Uh, his name was Ed Garrett. Great guy. Really, really great guy. He's a, like I said, he's a black man in America today. And we used to ride around in his El Dorado and listen to the last poets which not a whole lot of white guys did in 1970, but uh, I loved my friendship with Ed Garrett, and I hadn't seen him in years. But when Ed and I, Ed and I would ride around, there might have been a little, a little something happening. Attitude you adjustment. Know what I'm saying. Was Brown always on? It was yeah. on Lake Street and like 30th or something, or is it moved around? Yeah, over it was years? 30, 32nd. I think it was 32nd Lake Street, right across the street from the Red Barn. Remember the Red Barn? Oh yeah. Well, I used to play down the, the street at the going. Poodle Club all the time. That was like Fellini, oh, Fellini yeah. goes sure. to Lake Street. The weirdest people in the world hung out there. There was a guy. Wasn't that like a pool hall? There's a pool hall, but they had yeah. they had a stage yeah. in the back yeah. in the 80s and 90s. And there was a guy that came in there who was about 45 with his mother on Sunday nights when we'd play there, and his name was Elvis. And that was his real name. His mom had been a huge Elvis fan, and they were both raving alcoholics. Elvis. It was just the craziest spot in the world. So that's the whole. What, what you find out is uh, you can badmouth somebody over and over and over. I, I, I cannot tell you how many times stories have been published about me or put on television about me or put on other radio. I've never even heard of it. I never heard of them. I didn't know it was happening. Whether so, you do what you do, and if you think that's going to attract viewers or readers or listeners. It'll work for you, but it's not going to do me any harm at all. I couldn't care less. It never has, and it never will. Plus the fact I'm at the point in my career, it's, it's way too late. You just don't understand. By the time you could get to me, I'm going to retire anyway. So it doesn't matter. You dumb Well, bastard. on the uh, – so, of course, I went over to the City Pages Facebook Of course page. you did. <laughs> Oh and God. liked it immediately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and shared it. There's my wife. It's my lovely wife. No, there you go. No, actually, it's uh, there's a lot of people defending you, dear. Well, that's good. Whoa. So Sprinthal didn't point well, that I didn't out. Go One to of the, the best fa- things Calm about... Down. I didn't go to the Facebook page. I went to City Pages, Tom Bernard, and the article came up. So that's that's I wasn't filtering. Actually, I so filtered out So let me read a couple of, of these things. Ones. Go ahead, Catherine. One of the best things about being an American is choice. Why waste your time and energy spreading and commenting dislike or hate? Turn the dial and move on. I yeah. love listening to KQ and the Tom Bernard podcast. Hey, Thank you, Kim Thomas Dr. Roberts. Ralph Basham. <laughs> yes, exactly. George Guthrie doesn't like you. Who's George Guthrie? Because of your SHIT attitude. I don't know. Just oh, I've so. always had a shit attitude. It's my whole life has been a shit attitude. Who pays the bills? <laughs> Exactly. Herb Michael says, everyone upset about this should go donate and pledge a couple more bucks to KFAI when giving a reason in the why are you donating field, enter TB is a dick. There you go. (laughs) Please do that for me. Please do that for me. Go give money to KFAI and put, I'm doing it because TB is a dick. I wish you would do that, absolutely. Because what I said was, I love radio for that reason because everybody gets a chance. Now, if you're... If you're so stupid, you can't understand what I meant by that. You need all the money you can get. Yes, uh, support KFAI if you possibly can. They actually are doing a, then, fun drive, um, a fundraiser right now, that, and so if you can, give them. Some are money. they? They're actually a really. They're, in, they're actually really nice people sorry. over there. I work with KFAI sometimes, yeah, I, and they're very. There you ge- go. They're very generous. They'll let you go in and use their studios, and you know there's. Uh, some somebody's in their studios in somebody's basement. It's not in somebody's basement. It's in a, it's in a, it's in a, the, no, it's not. The Bridget no. connection's getting kind of shaky. Do we sound fine to you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, as long as we sound fine to you, then it's not a problem. Yeah, you sound no, fine. No, it's just L.A. Nick is shaky. <laughs> oh, I'm not shaky. Just shaky human being. No, no, I, I don't know. So uh, we'll move on from that. But but seriously, it's it's um, if I go after you, you'll know it. And KFAI, I can promise you, I never went after you. Because you would know if I did. Believe me. 
the Vikings have known it, the Twins have known it at times. You know, there are so many of these things. Like, I used to get along with Bob Polad really, really well. And then our street guy did a horrible thing to his family, and Bob Polad blamed me for it. You know, he still won't talk to me to this day because he thought I was part of it. Well, I'm sorry, but I wasn't. And the guy who did that, by the way, to your family ended up in prison, so you should be happy to know that. Well, you know, it was that wow. kind of deal. You mean he was the guy, yeah, I don't the know. street guy, you mean he's like a on-the-spot reporter for the queue or something? Well, he used to go out and do, you know, street. Back in the day, radio used to like to. I was never a fan of, of the, you know, street tricks and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't even know what to call it. It's just not, it's not my kind of deal. You know, there are so many, so many things over the years have happened to KQ that I wanted nothing to do with, but they happened anyway because what, uh, you know. Actually, to tell you the truth, I never wanted to talk about politics on KQRS, but I was outvoted by uh, by management. I never wanted to talk about politics on the show. I just think it's a huge mistake. Johnny Carson never did it, so I never wanted to do it. Wait, now, he would tell jokes about both sides, right, 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 right. which I like. They were always balanced. Which is fine. So if he did a Democrat joke, and then he'd rip a Republican and back and forth. Yeah. So I... I, I, I and and I think I still to this day think it was a huge mistake, huge mistake to do that. So, so you know whatever. So that's why your ratings were crappy all these years, and you're in the two halls of fame. <laughs> yeah, they've been hor- they've been horrible now for 32 years. It's just it's oh 33. We start 33. What what's today the fourth? Yeah, 13 days. We start our 33rd year. So uh, and our ratings are terrific. Um, and if they by the way if they didn't weight the ratings the way they do. In other words, give credit to stations that don't have any listeners. They give they give them some listeners just to make them feel better. We'd still have about a fifteen to twenty share. I mean, there's no question about it. Um, if we had some of the teams, we'd have a fit. You know, all those things. We just go along. We do it. You guys love the show, and I appreciate it. And what what more can I say? The, there's there's just nothing else to be said about it. It is what it is. The show has done very very well. It's too late to try to destroy the show. You know, I mean, I, you can, I, there's nothing you can do. I about stopped it. listening after Lee Valsvik left. Yes, <laughs> all the way back then. And <laughs> what week four? Uh, you know, you know, how long was she on the show? The, was she on there a year with you? Because I, 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 I've been listening yeah. since the beginning. And you know what's funny, Tom? After after you die, they'll all claim you. The city of you Minneapolis so? will claim you as their. We've got no. that to look forward to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they'll praise you when you die. They'll all praise you when you die. Yeah, Michael Jackson went from world's most hideous pedophile no, to treasure true. of the universe. Yeah, that's well, so. But Minneapolis will trust me. They don't have many people to praise. They'll praise you when you die. It is unbelievable. But they'll it's wait. Till, they'll got, wait um, till you die. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's good, because I don't want to hear it anyway, so that'll be fine. What's-his-name isn't a treasure anymore? Who? Uh, Prairie Home Companion guy. Oh, Garrison Keeler. Garrison Keeler, yeah. Um, so, Prince. Um, Bob yeah, Dylan. Prince the big, the Bob I, Dylan. I don't know why the, how they claim Bob Dylan. I don't know how they claim Bob Dylan. I don't even know how that's possible. Well, because he was born yeah, here isn't he and from he like started born his where? career. Born where? He wasn't born in Minneapolis. Yeah, no, he was born in, I thought you meant Minnesota. No. no, Minneapolis claims no. Bob Dylan. I know. Well, the state does it. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Fairly. He's from Hibbing? Hibbing I think yeah, he, he was born in Duluth, but yeah, he grew he up born in Hibbing. Duluth. He came yeah. down here. He actually uh, lived with an old girlfriend of mine's dad back before he went to New York. Oh, really? Yep. And he has, and he has, he has nothing to do with Minnesota since. No, that's very well, true. Other well, than, no, other no, than recording, it's probably his most famous record in uh, Sound 80 with a backing band that he picked up in a music store. Other than that? Right. Other than that, he doesn't. No, he did only <laughs> he part of the He doesn't come here and do anything. No. Well, he um, plays a state fair every once in a while. That's about it. I would see him. Alex, didn't you, didn't you see him once sitting on a park bench? No, I thought it was him, but it wasn't. Oh, because I, I have seen him before. Uh, he had a farm in, I think, Corcoran. Yeah, I thought it was Hamill. His daughter went to Mac. She was a eh, couple Hamill, years yeah. behind me, so I saw him once there. But he's a pretty yeah, reclusive so, I mean, guy. I mean, he's not. He's very recruited. Yeah, very. He's not recluse. a gad about. I mean, he, he, 
He he uh, um, flipped down the Nobel Peace Prize committee for three months. He's not really, he's really not an out in front of the public kind of dude. Yeah. I thought that was very funny. Nah, I don't want the Nobel Peace Prize. I'm okay. Yeah. I thought that was very funny, man. I, I love that about him. Yeah, you know, I don't think I'm. I don't lot, think I'm going to go. A with lot the Nobel of rockers Peace have Prize. turned down being knighted by the Queen of England. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, a lot of them have. Oh, I, th- I think uh, Keith Richards. I think Keith Richards said no. Hmm. I think David Bowie said no. Oh no, David Good. Bowie may have, maybe have done it. I don't remember. I they shouldn't have been knighted either. Sir Mick Jagger bothers me. You're yeah, not a knight. I, I mean, what do you do? Yeah, You're David Bowie singer. did turn it down. He turned it down. Did he? he yes, did. Okay. I believe he did. Yeah. I think you might See, be right. If about anyone that. could pull off a knight costume, it would be David. It would be David <laughs> Bowie. Yes. Well, we're not, we're not. Uh, I don't. I don't know if he has the build for it. Well, they were not anymore. How about Lastman asking Geraldo Rivera this morning, is it true that Mick Jagger and David Bowie tried to uh, sandwich you into a sex uh, trio? And he goes, no, actually it was Mick Jagger and Nuriev. <laughs> Wasn't that the ballet? Yeah. 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 yeah you mean, uh, yeah. Is that in Nuriev? Yeah. 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 It was Nuriev and Mick yeah. Jagger tried to talk Geraldo Rivera into doing a threesome. <laughs> I wish John wouldn't say that stuff during the breakfast hour. Yeah, well, there is that. Whatever works, man. While you're eating a breakfast sandwich. So I'd love to stay in schmooze, but i got to go read the city pages and listen to Welfare Radio. (laughs) Why that upsets you is beyond me. We will be back right after this Tom Bernard show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about MyPillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well... I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My pillow is offering more than 50% off his four pack special, which includes two premium my pillows and two go anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. back so you guys can't hear that at all huh oh no, no. you can hear everything yeah well we can't hear no, any no, other can, oh, anything no. weird no you can't hear the weirdness oh, no. no the signal D- sounds horrendous on this end. oh weird no it sounds fine it here. sounds like a bad yeah cell i phone cannot connection. wait to get out of that building that doug building is had just a disaster doug had an interesting factoid about this song did oh, you really i love that hear? song that okay. you're probably yeah so uh al cooper was a famous guitar player in the 60s and sure. 70s. Sure, K-O-P- K-O-O-P-E-R. Yeah, that's right. And he was at the studio, and they were recording it, and he started fooling around on the organ because they tracked the – I think that whole album was tracked studio live. And Dylan says, ah, it's, I love that organ part. Let's keep that in there. But he, but Al Cooper didn't really know the chord changes, which is – if you listen closely to the first couple of verses, the organ's about a half or a quarter beat behind the rest of the band because he's looking at the guitar player trying to figure out what the chords are. Really? Yeah. I love I absolutely love that song. I wish that for just one time I could stand inside your shoes. 
Yeah, it's kind of the I feel that ultimate F U song, isn't it? <laughs> it is the ultimate F U song, which is why it's my theme song. <laughs> uh, Joe from Louisville says, I hear nothing odd or wrong with the broadcast at all, Andy. Okay, good. And it's just so on it's our just, end. Just so the three good. of us can hear it. It's kind of weird. So do you want me to read this? I would love message. to hear it. Okay, Wendy so wrote, Wendy sent something into us. Yep. She's got a funny city page story. About 18 years ago, a co-worker that sat across from me went into labor at work. Her water broke, and when her husband picked her up, he was fretting about getting his car seat wet. Uh, we were trying to figure out what, where to, what to put under her, and one of my other co-workers opened the City Pages box, grabbed a handful out of it, and put it on the seat, and said, no one reads this crap anyway, so we might as well put it to good use. Ha <laughs> 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 ha, City Pages. That's funny. You know one thing I do love about KQ listeners? And I'm very serious about Their loyalty. This. They buy cars from Walls or Automotive Group. <laughs> they buy, they buy, and they, they go to Michael Bryant. They go to Michael Bilski. They do all their, they do all the things they're supposed. To. No, they, they, they don't get vicious with anybody. They do defend me, but they go, yeah, there's some things that Tom says that piss me off. But uh, I like listening to the show. They don't go, it's the greatest show of all time because it would sound phony. They're, our listeners are not phony. No. They just go, yeah, I like it. If you don't like it? That's your business, right? That's right. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's wonderful. So, I, I, I love our listeners. For I, I just somebody, love... Somebody was telling me they, they didn't like you, and then when Stern came into town, and you didn't seem to... You didn't attack him at all, but he was constantly attacking you. And, right. And then they stopped liking him and started liking you. See, I, L.A., the weird thing about that is that the newspapers and television stations didn't learn anything from that. If Howard Stern is going to go after me and say the things he said about my family and my wife and my kids and me and all the rest of it, and I didn't, I totally ignored him. You think what you say about me matters at all? <laughs> You're crazy. Look, here's the deal. I've talked about this before. When Howard Stern came into the market, my own general manager went on TV and said, well, it might take a while, but eventually Howard will beat Tom. My own general manager did that to me. Sad. So do you think I could possibly care less about anything City Pages has to say? And Howard had to leave with his tail between his legs. Yeah, yeah so good for him. Great uh, buy on that $90 million a year income ever since. Yeah, I, think poor he do, baby. I think he does make like $30, $35 million he, a year. He does. I think he does really well, yeah. Weird. He does very, very well because I think he, he owns a portion of Sirius, or he gets a portion of the, all all Sirius profits. I know he bought a big, gigantic mansion on Palm Beach Island, so he, the boy's done well for himself doing an impression of Steve Dahl. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, that's what he's doing. I mean, he's doing Steve. Steve Dahl is the best morning disc jockey I have ever heard in my entire life, and I owe him everything. He's a good friend. Uh, we were I, I we were not friends until I, I you know I asked if I could meet him sat down with him I said you inspired me uh, so every, everything you hate about me is Steve Dahl's fault I want, I want to point that out uh, I have the honor coming up in August you talk about you know the National Radio Hall of Fame and the Minnesota Pavic Museum Hall of Fame Broadcasting Hall of Fame and there's one more I guess uh, I don't know when that'll happen it's the the National Broadcasting Hall of Fame, which is in New York, that's probably not going to happen until I retire because they're going to wait and see how many years that I go. So there are three total, and this is two out of three, and it's, it is a wonderful thing. But um, I get to be on a panel in August. It's called Radio Boot Camp. They have them every year. I've never been to one. But Paul Castronovo, who's the number one morning guy in Miami and has been for 30 years, Brother Weeze, who's been the number one morning guy in Rochester, New York, for I think 35 years, something like that. We just had dinner, as a matter of fact, a short time ago. So Brother Weeze, Paul Castronovo, Steve Dahl, and I are going to sit on a panel in Chicago. That is one of the greatest honors in my life. You guys will be stepping just, all over each other. Not me. <laughs> not me, man. I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Clean. I used to listen, I keep to, I used just, to, listen to Paul. He's good. Oh, Paul Castronovo is phenomenal, yeah, and he's a great guy, Paul, too. Yeah. yeah, Paul Paul, and young Ron, you know young Ron retired. I don't know if you knew that or not, but not. Brother Weeze is still... Brother Weeze is one of the great guys of all time, but he, I think a lot of people go, oh, my God, what a goofball. 
because he's like, I mean, you you know, a New York Guido with the with the fedora with the brim totally turned up. Oh sure, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. He wear he wears his hat with the brim the 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 bill. That's not it is a brim, isn't it? Brim, yes. Hat, has hat a brim. brim. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, he kind of looks like an Ita- turned up. He looks like an Italian Norton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks like an Italian Norton. He he always wears dark glasses. He's got eight billion tattoos, but he's one of the nicest human beings you'd ever want to meet, unless he doesn't want to be. It's <laughs> just really <laughs> enjoyable. Uh, great guy, Paul Castronovo, another Guido, by the way. I'm going to be surrounded by Italians, but Dahl and I, and Dahl and me, and Italians. Speaking of great guys, but that's uh, going to be. We have a caller. We do have a great guy caller. Yep. But before I patch him through, we got to play this just for him. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. <laughs> oh, no. Great guy. You mean Michael Bryant? It is Michael Bryant. Tell me that laugh. I heard you guys were so ripping my... on Italian, so I had to call in. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, more, mostly, uh, mostly uh, Iberians, not Italians. Yeah, you stay off the Iberians. So. <laughs> It's true. I don't bother with Iberians because of you. It's your fault. <laughs> What's happened, man? Not much. How are you? I'm marvelous, actually. I think I think the world is an interesting and wonderful place, and it's just uh, it, it's odd. I was talking to to uh, several people that do different. You know that, uh, and maybe Michael, you could uh, talk about this. Uh, L.A., you could talk about your area, and, and Doug, you could talk about your area. But I was talking to some people this morning between shows. I don't care what your job is now, car salesman, attorney, bar owner, whatever it is your job, there are people that hate your guts, and there are people that love you. It's bizarre. What is that? It's the yin, yin and yang of life. You know, to be loved by people, you got to be hated by some people, too. It's kind of the trade-off. Well... You're right. It is kind of is. It is what it is. But I didn't used to think that, you know, who I hate, the janitor on the seventh floor. What a jackass! <laughs> God, settle down. I had some people being I heard some guy like me. he was like twenty feet behind me in a bar, and I heard him say, "I, I hate that guy." And and I looked over, and he's talking about me. And I've never seen this guy before in my life ever. So I go over there, and I said, "You hate me. You, I've never met you in my life. How can you hate somebody you don't know? How can, how's that possible?" And his buddy said, "I've met you a couple times, and I don't really care for you." <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. Well, then that works. <laughs> See, now, that I would agree uh, with. And, and I, I, I've known I, L.A. for I, a couple of years now, and I don't care for him. I, so, actually, yeah, I understand. I that. actually started cracking up, and I, I said, hey, sure, you know, that was that was pretty funny stuff. I, I had to give him that. That is funny. Yeah. Tom, Tom's not actually in Florida. He's hiding out at Mike from Blaine's every Wednesday. <laughs> yes, I'm at Mike from Blaine. That's exactly. Uh, God, where's Mike from Blaine? You know what happened I, I think he had a real, a real job. He must have. Or something became legal in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, maybe. You <laughs> might be right about Oh, speaking of that, by the way, a listener sent a uh, infusion watermelon wedges to me. What they're infused with? Hemp. Uh, oh. Okay. Hemp. Hemp. Inf- <laughs> Why? Do you know what these are? Is that that well, hemp, I, hemp and all I stuff that just tastes so terrible? If anybody's sending you stuff, <laughs> I'd want to watch it being made before I'd be yeah. eating it. You know, well, or it was I would, all sealed. I'd give it, it to LA Nick. Sealed. I'd give it to Nick first. Yeah, yeah I'm not doing wow. it. <laughs> I give it to LA Nick first. No, it was all sealed. Are you sure there were no injection actually. sites in there? There are no, okay. nothing right. like that. It'll, right. It's fine. Actually, I know the person that sent it to me. Oh. But he said you should try this. He because he heard me talk about the fact that 10, 10 milligrams of uh, of marijuana makes me sleep really, really well. And once they legalize it in Minnesota, that's what I will use to get to sleep rather than pharmaceuticals. So this guy is basically said, shipping weed through the post office. No, it's hemp. No, there's there, there's no marijuana in it. It's just the hemp. Okay. It's just hemp. But here's okay. what I'd like to know. Uh, it says here on it uh, that it really helps you sleep well. Um, it really what, mellows you, you write, out. He, makes did you, you write this? No, no, it's on the label. It's actually a product. It's not. Oh, so it's he didn't make it. Just shoved in a jar. No, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, Six hundred oh, milligrams of hemp extract. Uh, keep out of reach of children. But here's what I want to know. Yeah, don't let Fawn see that. How she loves it, watermelon. 
And it looks like candy. It by looks the way. like candy too. It's covered in sugar. It's uh, uh, well covered in sugar. Uh, here are the ingredients. You ready? This is going to help me sleep. You ready? Sugar. Corn sugar. syrup, sugar, gelatin, malic acid, uh, hum- humectant. I don't know glycol or glycerol. Excuse me, glycerol. Yeah, it's just uh, citric acid, pectin, artificial and natural flavors, artificial colors, uh, and hemp extract. Yum. I mean, there's more sugar in it than Well, what they're anything. trying to do is cover up the taste the of hemp and all because it tastes yeah. terrible. They're trying yeah. to cover up the horrible oh, taste. Oh, does it taste bad? Yeah, those probably, they're probably not going to be great, oh. Dad. Because you well, said know, that the hemp and all stuff was so disgusting. So they probably, oh, the, yeah. the no oil, matter how much sugar oh. they put in it, it probably won't taste great. No. I could eat one now, and then I could go after everyone everyone who's mean to L.A. Nick. <laughs> Listen, you you'll sons be, of bitches. You'll be, on, you'll be on Twitter in two hours. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. He's banned. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. I'll hopefully be Twittering it up. It'll be fantastic. Hopefully he's forgotten the marriage his, contract. He's forgotten his password, hopefully. You'll be sending Donald Trump your address, stuff like that. Big butt daddy 66. I do. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's my what an asshole 66. That's what it is. Um, no, I still check in like Alex, that, that picture you posted of Fawny in their little blue and white outfit. She's I, so I cute. looked at that. And then all the people that said happy birthday to your mom, even though she loves attacking me through other people's words. That's Facebook, that? though. In publications. I post pictures. Yeah, I don't Did go you on Twitter story? anymore. Oh, now you're going to bring it up. No, I, I just was, that's what I was wondering if you were talking about it. Because, yeah, I, was, I read oh, yeah. it today. Oh, it just came out today. I don't know. I tell you, it was it was on in one of my feeds today, so I read it. And oh, it's like, oh, oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, it came out yeah. yesterday. Oh, it came out yesterday that I'm a horrible human being. <laughs> well, I think we've all no, that known was that for a long time. That was a, that was a just, long time ago. <laughs> well, yeah, here I got one? I got a tip off for you. When I was seven years old, my father told me he never liked me. So <laughs> wow. I, I'm sorry, but I've been down this road before. So. Whatever you say to me, I couldn't care less. I've already heard it. I've gotten over it. Don't well, worry about well, it. Well, I like you, Tom. Well, see, now, there, now that my father never said to me. So that's unusual. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of that. So No, it's... It, it's um, so that just came out yesterday. Uh, how did they get... Oh, they got involved because of the KFAI thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. I called it, that was a I called it welfare rate. Oh, yep. it was. Even though I was nice to KFAI, they somehow turned it into a negative thing, and I'm a horrible human being. Okay, well, that's fine. Well, and you were nice enough to talk Whatever. about the radio station in front of half a million people, 400,000 of which have never heard of KFAI before. <laughs> they've never heard of it. Yeah, they've never even heard of it. So, so uh, as I said, that's a snooze fest. What's going to happen is I'm going to drive some people to listen to them. Some of them will like it, so that'll benefit them. They actually have and one really good show called Jet Set Planet. It's pretty good. No, I'm sure there are a lot of good shows on there. That's what I was saying. Everybody gets a shot. That's what I love about radio. How that's negative, I, just, I will never understand. But we'll come back, Michael. You going to stay for part of the second hour, all the second? Yeah, hour? I'll stay. Yep, oh, sure. Excellent. It. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll be back, Tom Bernard Show.